Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Light Groceries. What you need is one and a half ounces of Godiva Original Chocolate Liqueur, one and a half ounces of Cream de Cacao, a half ounce of vanilla vodka, two and a half ounces of half and half. You can substitute that with almond milk if you're dairy free. Chocolate syrup for the rim, and this is what you're going to do. You're going to mix all those ingredients in a cocktail shaker filled with ice and shake. Pour into a chilled cocktail glass that is rimmed with chocolate syrup. Like groceries. You know why I named it that? Why? Because it's, it's brown. Uh-huh. I knew it. <laughs> it sounds good, though. Like That sounds like a good dessert drink. Mm-hmm. There was a place uh, in D.C., what was it called? Coco Sala? And like all of their dishes and all of their cocktails mm-hmm. were infused with chocolate. It was a really mm. cool place. They even had chocolate covered bacon. That was good. I went on a date there. That was a really cute date. Chocolate covered bacon. Yeah, it was just like it was a dessert, and they had like little pieces mm. with some other stuff. But the bacon had some chocolate. That probably was on really it. good. It was. It was very delicious. I had a chocolate covered um, cricket one time. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. What country were you in? It was in. I think I was in Vegas. Yeah, I was in Vegas at the mall. I thought you were going to say Thailand. Girl, it was tasty. <laughs> you really ate that? I, re- I wouldn't eat it again, but I actually did didn't ta- know I was Okay, I'm it. very intrigued. What did it taste it like? It literally, like, there was so much chocolate on it that you couldn't, you wouldn't know it was, and there was a crunch. I didn't There was a crunch once you got through it and, like, yeah. little, little cricket legs, but it was good. Okay. <laughs> so it like didn't the cricket itself didn't really have a taste and it was right. you just taste the chocolate because it's you know when you eat thick chocolate and it's just like you wouldn't chocolate. yeah when you get down to the middle you could taste the cricket <laughs> but it was so chocolatey <laughs> that it was like chocolate crickets in it oh gosh mm. oh my goodness so what's been going on with you okay I'm not gonna lie Kiki like what I have been so stressed out like Why? just with life like okay. you know like life has just been really stressful with me mm-hmm. um me not being a flight attendant flight attendant anymore it's like i'm not used to not traveling on a regular basis so it's really taking some time to get used to okay it really is but um i mean i'm alive my weave is getting old and it's really time to take it out (laughs) but (laughs) i hate taking weave out it is really a task since i have been wearing wigs for so long i haven't had a sew-in in in over a year up Mm. until now and I'm just like dreading the day that I decide to take it out and I'm making this back into a wig because it's just so much easier. You get to skip that whole cutting the thread process and everything. And so now I'm just like, I'm going to have to pay somebody, I think. Girl, I'm going to have to ask Carlos to help me take it out. And then like when you take your weave out, your hair, like if you're going to wear your hair, uh, your real hair out for a minute, like for the next couple of days, you're just feeling bald headed just because we. (laughs) I have these 22 inches in. Now I'm about to go back to what? 10 <laughs> like it, it is an adjustment it i just is. um i just moved and i moved into my new apartment and i really feel like i moved for a new ceiling fan light fixtures and cabinetry ah! 
And it has been the most stressful experience. If you guys follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you've seen me bitching and complaining. And I'm trying to just let it on out and purge it now so I can go back to being normal Mm -hmm. with limited complaints. But it was just like the movers show up six hours late. Um, I'm unboxing stuff, setting stuff up. My, I have a roommate. She wants to throw everything away. And I'm just like, girl, just because we moving downstairs don't mean we throwing it all away. Don't so I was you like, you know what? people do that? Yeah, I don't get it. I'm not That's throwing not, this away. Like, I'm not. I'm just like, so I can buy it again? And like, that to me didn't make sense. So I was like, you know what, girl? Don't worry about it. Just leave it. I'll get it. Like, you don't have to. She's like, so I got to carry all this. Don't worry about it. I'll get it. So that's what I did. And then um, they the people did not hook up my washer and dryer right. Mm-hmm. My apartment, I literally moved into the same complex right downstairs, but across the hall. So my apartment is flipped. Mm-hmm. Well, in this flipped apartment, the dryer door won't open right. So I thought I was being Bob the Builder yesterday, and I was just trying to hook up all the hoses. I thought I could take the door off and reverse it because it can be done. Mm-hmm. I ain't have the right tools. I've been to Lowe's three times. Everybody in the <laughs> store was looking at me like, what's she doing in here? She I recorded it. It's going to be up on YouTube on Thursday because um, the, it was quite the experience. And in the end, my door is still opening the wrong direction. So I literally had to like squeeze and shimmy to the other side and like get in there. I got to lose some weight just to get my clothes off the damn dryer. It's can just been... Kiki fix it? No, she can't. I you know. Can. You can't. I can't. I just need the tools, but I'm not buying another tool. Tools are expensive. Bitch. I was in there like this cost. Oh, wait, what? And then if you're getting like the case of all the tools, it's really like, uh... girl, I was trying to use my little dainty tools that are like for small. Are y'all cool with your janitors? Like, do you have a good relationship with your not janitors? What are they called? Maintenance Maintenance men. men. Um, I see them, but not really. I don't talk to them like that. Start talking to them because I never see them because I'm not home when when they're open. Mm. You know, because I was trying to figure that out too. Like, can't you just come by and drop some? They used to be very helpful. I feel like I don't know if Raven cut somebody out or (laughs) what happened. So, oh well. But, you know, (laughs) hopefully I'm getting my place uh, cleansed today. My aunt does energy healing and some other (laughs) stuff, Reiki. And she said, whatever it is she's going to do today, she's like, I'm coming over and I'm going to cleanse your space for you. So I'm kind of anxious to see what that experience is going to be like. I'll tell y'all how it goes and if I feel any uh, difference in the vibes. I can't wait to hear about it. Yeah, I'm anxious. Um, But I guess that's really all that's been going on with me. Um, No new dates? No new dates that I care to discuss as of right now. Maybe um, next month. I'll have some I haven't this past week since I've been back in town I haven't done anything really social I did go see Superfly was that good because the commercials okay I hadn't (laughs) honestly I hadn't seen any commercials and I only went to the screening because it was like work related Mm -hmm. and I went for YBF um it was actually a decent movie it's not a movie that I would rush out and go see okay you don't need to be there opening weekend. You can even wait until it comes on TV. But it's not like you would turn the channel or you're going to be sitting in there bored. There was a lot of action. So It was hard to see Trevor Jackson as like this thug, even though he was like a pretty kind of sadity thug. He was still supposed to be a thug and like beating people up and selling drugs. And just the way he talks, it was kind of hard to believe. The rest of the cast mm-hmm. seemed like what I thought it would be. It was based in Atlanta. They use a lot of Atlanta people. He got that little perm. I was just I like, know, what's right? going on? Yeah, I mean, the original one had a perm, right? He had longer hair, I think. Oh, this is a... This is a remake. Oh, see, I didn't even know. Yeah, the the old one is an old film. It's a, It was a black... Spo- 
black exploitation film. So that's why some of the wording and the way that the characters are is the way that it is. But it was, overall, it's a good movie. Um, I like that they filmed it in Atlanta and brought a lot of Atlanta people into it. Future also produced the soundtrack. I like the song the soundtrack. That they play on the commercial. I'm always like, okay. Yeah, the soundtrack itself is good. It was a, it was an interesting movie. I also thought it was cool that, uh, or interesting, I guess I should say. It was very Atlanta because the main guy he had two girlfriends that were okay with it. They all lived together. But you know what? I noticed that some of you niggas forget when you want to have two girlfriends, you got to be able to take care of those two girlfriends. He bought one girlfriend an art gallery. The other one, she was still a bottle girl in the club, but I think she liked it and mm-hmm. she liked doing stuff like that. So it was fine. But they lived very comfortably. They didn't have to do shit. And that's, that's the part I'm, that y'all miss. That's the part. You want two girls, but you can't take care of them both. Everybody got to go to work and care of you. No, he's taking care of them. Mm-mm. Selling we're- paintings for $23,000 and Shit. No. Like, we're not yeah. sharing all these juices and I still gotta go work nigga no. I gotta suck your dick and eat her pussy that's work no. that's a lot but they had a really good threesome scene in the shower mm. there were some good sex scenes in there and there were some good looking people mm. so that was that anyway um, so we have uh, a game to play okay fuck Mary kill fuck Mary kill okay you wanna go first or you want me to I'll go first okay so, Fuck Mary Kill, Justin Timberlake, okay, Dave East, okay, Julio Jones, whom we just Ooh. saw. Ooh. By the way, we just saw him run down the street. <laughs> hey, daddy. Okay, so I'm marrying Julio, right? Okay, you marrying Julio? Who are the other two? I don't forgot. Just that Justin quick. Timberlake and Dave East with his fine ass. Ooh. I'm going to fuck Dave East. Mm-hmm. Um, the way that I've heard some people talk about him, I think it's probably good. So I'm going to take that. Mm-hmm. And then Justin Timberlake, bye. You got to go. Bye, Justin. Him. Okay. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> okay, Medina, Pharrell. Swiss Beats or Dr. Dre? Well, and Dr. Dre. Dang. Okay, Pharrell, Swiss Beats, Dr. Dre. So I don't really care for any of them, so I'm going to have to base it off of, like, money. Okay. I mean, what I think, I don't know who makes the most, honestly. They all make money. They're all high rollers. That's why I picked them. That's why I picked them. Okay, Producers who make a lot of money. I would like to say that I would marry Swiss Beats, but he might leave me. I'm a fuck Swiss. Okay. I'm going to kill Pharrell because he's so little. Like, and then I'm going to um, marry Mary Dre. Mm. I'm just I not hope he don't go upside your head, girl. I hope he don't go. Oh, I forgot about that. Well, if he goes upside my head, I can leave him and take some of his money. I hope so. Okay. Um, okay. Next. So next. Ellen, Rob Kardashian, Ray J. <laughs> Okay, uh, I'm gonna kill Rob. Okay, oh poor Rob, he's too lazy for me. Oh. Um, I will fuck Ray J, and Mary Ellen. That's a good choice. I need some security. Okay, yeah. okay. And like, Ellen's fun. Yeah, she's fun. She'll make me laugh. We can do fun stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, she doesn't seem like she'll stress me out. Yeah. Ray J is going to be cheating on me. He might leak our sex tape. He might, um, I don't know. He could do a lot of things. And his mama is too in his business. Yeah. And I don't really like his sister like that because she seems to be too in his business yeah. and needs to get her own. I don't want to be a part of that family. Okay. Stevie J, oh. Young Jock, Lil Scrappy. God damn. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I am going to kill Scrappy. Okay. He's just a little bit too ratchet for me. Like, even if he's different from how he presents himself, I don't like how he... He just is a little too ratchet for me. Um, So I'm going to kill Scrappy. 
I'm going to fuck Stevie J. Okay. And I'm marrying Jock. Because when we had him on the episode, he was so charming. Yeah. Like... I'm not going to have no kids with him, but I'm going to marry him. He should be tapped out on kids. He got about 12. <laughs> oh, Shit. No. Girl, and you know Stevie J, he going to, that's not going to be, yeah, you should probably just fuck him just and make fu- sure you wrap it up. Because oh, he got about 12 kids, too. Double wrap. Whew. Okay. Um, before we get started on today's topic, I'm going to talk to you guys about uh, weird sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. So, this week's Weird Sex, it's an older story, um, but I was just finding weird kinks and weird things that have happened to people. So, some people are really into erotic asphyxiation. So, that's where you are depriving yourself of breathing. Whoa. And you get off on that. Um, and so people do different things to kind of achieve that. This particular guy was a security guard. He works in, well, he's dead now, but mm. he works somewhere in England. He was 31 and he was working his first day as a security guard mm. and he died on the job. He wasn't protecting the order of the general vicinity. Instead, he was on the computer. He decided to look up some different ways to uh, limit his breathing. And he started masturbating while wearing a gas mask and a wetsuit. And these boots that are going to keep, like, they're super snug. I think the place was like some sort of aquatic center or something. So somehow he got a hold of these things. And he was taking poppers as well. And poppers, you can get them at some sex stores, if I'm not mistaken. I don't even know what the fuck so a popper poppers. is. I'm thinking about Pop Rocks. <laughs> no, <laughs> poppers is a pill that you take. I think you take the pill. You either take the pill or you inhale it. Either way, it like kind of is numbing. And so some people suggest you take those before anal sex. So that so that it numbs the pain. Anyway, he did wow. all this shit and he ended up suffocating himself with that damn mask and he was um dead. Trying to masturbate. Is that not crazy? That's such a horrible way to go out. Like your family is gonna be like Imagine That's going into died. work and you gotta really pee real fast, you just run into the bathroom and then you open the door and someone's dead in there with their dick out. In a wetsuit in the mask like tight boots there are some strange things going on out there so if you're into erotic asphyxiation asphyxiation for those of you out there who like to get choked and stuff this is why i say you got to be careful you got to be careful because i don't think nobody intends to kill themselves they don't it's a freak accident a real freak accident and as mm-hmm. you're <laughs> a real freak accident mm-hmm. as you're floating out of your body you're probably looking down like oh shit oh shit <laughs> oh shit i went too far this time like- exactly Bruh, that's horrible. Isn't it? Well, that's that on Weird Sex. If you guys ever seen any crazy stories or you have something that you want me to talk about for Weird Sex, don't hesitate to email me cocktails.atl at gmail.com because I would like a little help looking for some things instead of going to my same old sources, you know? Yes. So today we are going to be talking about self-esteem, confidence, and insecurities. Oh. Why'd you make that face? Because <laughs> we Regina, like looked all over the room and she's just like Ugh. confidence, self-esteem, insecurities. Oh, we all have so many. Yeah. I mean, I think we'd I do. I'd be like, I was just thinking I saw a post the other day and it was like, man, 
I I wish I could be the person that I think I am. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That would be really great. What are some things that you're insecure about? And it doesn't have to just be physical because we've gone into that before. Y'all know we got things we insecure about. Um, I think it depends. Like, <sighs> it depends on the situation. Like, I have been around like certain guys and they will bring out different insecurities in me, whether it's like, oh, I just um, I haven't had enough life experience for this person. And they're talking about all this stuff and they're telling me about all the things that they've done, the places they've been traveling around the world. I'm like, I ain't really been nowhere like that. Mm-hmm. Very domestic. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can listen to your experiences and hear about them. But if I haven't lived that, it's like, I don't know. And I think that, too, comes with dating guys who are a lot older. Mm hmm. Um, Because I have dated a lot of guys who are much older than me. And sometimes people are like, oh, it'll come. But I'm like, I don't know that it will come because some people be living a whole lot of life. And it's just like I have nothing. So then I have nothing to add. And I'm just listening to them talk. And it's like I have nothing. I cannot relate Mm -hmm. to half of the things that they're talking about. Or um, what else do I feel insecure about? Sometimes, like, because I've dated a lot of guys who have been very successful, it's like I don't make that much money. Or, um, you know, I haven't gone that far in my career. I haven't reached that level of success yet that's like three or four notches down from Mm -hmm. you. And I'm still working towards it. But sometimes it does make me feel a little insecure. Like, do they look at me like I'm a lazy person? Do Mm -hmm. they look at me like she ain't never going to do nothing (sighs) or what? And then... um, I guess those are the main things that I think about do you outside th- of physical. Do you think that um, insecurities with dating and stuff like exactly what you just said, do you think that it shows and do you think that the man knows and he's kind of like, I'm going to stop fucking with her because she kind of ain't um, really. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Not with those things. Um, I don't think so because that's never, there's never been a conversation that I've had with guys. Mm-hmm. Um And a lot of times, maybe I come off a lot more confident than I really am inside. And so they won't even know Mm -hmm. that that's how I feel. Because I'm definitely not telling them this. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. This is something totally totally internal. It's just like what I'm thinking about. And sometimes I will dial back and I will be the one to ghost this guy or whatever. And it's just like, you know, I'm going to have to hope that he's still available later on down the line. Because this is too much for me and I'm just going to pull back. Yeah. That's it's that's like a real thing. There was a guy that I used to date in college. I mean, I'm saying date. I don't know if he would say that, but that's what we were doing. <laughs> I mean, he was my boyfriend. Like, you know how sometimes you look oh, back I know. at something. I've had several boyfriends. Now, will all of these boyfriends say they were my boyfriend? Yeah. But no. not in like a not in like a funny way where it's like, and he was my it was like we spent so much time. Together. Oh, I know what you mean. Okay, it's like, bruh, you were my nigga. Like right. whether you want to say it or not. Okay. Like we, you can call it what you want. You can say I was your friend. And yeah. You, it had a silent girl at yeah. the front. I was your girlfriend right you calling on me when you need help when you emotional when you not doing good. like i'm bruh. wiping your tears nigga we go together we go together your like, mama know my name we go together we go to- well she ain't know my name but oh. my mom <laughs> knew his name okay <laughs> um but like i used to date him and i think i brought him up a lot because he was one of the other guys have made me feel insecure but nobody like him he came from like a super successful family where everybody just kind of did like the the super successful type jobs like jo- doctors, lawyers, stuff like that. Okay. Um, engineers, where they were just <laughs> Why like. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> engineers. <laughs> and like, so he was like a certain type of guy. And it's weird because I already sensed it before when I met him. Like, when I, before I met him, I saw him and I was like, I'm going to have him. 
And whenever I met him and like would have conversations and we would go on little broke college dates, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't feel like I'm good enough Mm. to be with him. And I felt like that energy exuded from me and he felt that. So he he would treat me basically how I felt like like I felt like I wasn't good enough. And I believe that however you feel, you might not know that other people can sense it, but they can because you can only hide it for so long. And so I felt like he that was exuding from me and he would do shit that I just normal today. I wouldn't put up with that. And and it was Mm -hmm. because I didn't think I was good enough. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, like his GPA is so fucking high. Mine isn't. Mm -hmm. Um, He he does all these different hobbies. He's always volunteering. Like he just seemed like the perfect guy. Really? Mm -hmm. He was an asshole. Because oh. <laughs> you shouldn't. I don't believe that you should treat people badly. I don't care what walk of life you come from or uh-huh. what you might be into. You know what I mean? I'm not going to treat you bad. That's just how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he would do things to me that he wouldn't do to other women. Like he would take me on like McDonald's dates. Uh-huh. That's just an example. I, I can't think of anything right now. But when he started dating other girls, he would buy them red bottoms. And I would be like, <laughs> but you had to go on the broke dates. I went on the broke dates and he wasn't broke. So did you ever say anything to him about any of this? Oh, wait, he wasn't broke. He wasn't oh, broke. I thought, no. he, I thought that when you said that y'all were going on the college broke dates, it's because even though he came from a good family, he didn't have a lot of money to spend. We I, were just going on college broke dates because that's what he, that shows you what he thought of me. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, he treated, he just, he made me feel so worthless. He never mm-hmm. like beat me or anything, but he would say things. Like, you know, how sometimes people will act like they're trying to just have like a conversation, but they're really like throwing shade the whole time. Like, oh, so I'm going to volunteer at the such and such foundation. Uh-huh. What are you doing? <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. Like, and it's like, oh, um, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> no, I was going to take a nap, but I guess now I'm. he would just make me feel bad about things. And mm-hmm. it wasn't like a, I'm trying to help you grow. I just want to shit on you. Like, and it was like he kept me around for those moments. Like, let me just have you around because <laughs> it feels good to always tell you how much better I am than you. It was really horrible. He is actually a horrible person. I'm sitting here thinking like. I feel like I may have done that before. Like, I have been the one that was like, oh, I'm going to my internship. I'm going to do this. I'm going to work. What are you going to do for the rest of the day? But these weren't guys that I cared about. Mm -hmm. They were guys that might have been around. But I'm just like, what are you doing all day? Like, you want me to come kick it with you all day. And you know that I'm out here busting my ass studying. I'm going to my internships. I'm taking school seriously. And you just don't care. Like, we can never be because you don't care. So we can hang out and stuff, but it'll never be anything more. Like, this is what I'm doing today. And you're literally doing nothing. And you have no desire to do anything. Now, see, it wasn't a situation like that. It wasn't like I'm just not doing shit. I just uh-huh. wasn't doing the same things that you're doing. Uh-huh. But um, the, the crazy thing is, like, what you learn about getting older is communication is key. Because he wasn't clear on that. You know how you're like, I'm being clear with you. You're not important to me. Like, I'm, you might not say that verbatim, but you let people know this is what it is. Like, it's not going to be nothing. Like, no. We can continue to hang out. Maybe yeah. I fuck you. Maybe I won't but I don't see you in the long term and that's where the confusion was that's because he was still pretending that that's what he wanted he was this dude was pretending but he was pretending well like he would he came he would he surprised me on college breaks at my parents house he met my it was just like why do you do all of these things I hate when people do that shit when you don't have any intention of wifing me up Mm -hmm. and while we were in college it's like I don't, when people say stuff like this, like, well, y'all were young, he was young, you didn't know, people still have feelings. Yeah. He, like, literally, 
He, Sometimes you know you're being mean. I definitely, not every time that somebody felt I was being mean, but there are times when I knew I was being mean and I did not care. Didn't even care. Because I just felt like being mean that day. I can't even tell you why. <laughs> every day may have been different. But I, I really feel like people know, for the oh, most no. part, when it's something like that, like he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. He would always like bring up his ex-girlfriend and how much better she was. Uh, girl, I was so stupid. What? It was horrible. Like... I don't even, when I look back at moments like that, like those super insecure moments that mm-hmm. have to do with men, I'll be like, I can't even believe you were like that. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I was like that. I would lit, oh my girl, girl. I think like, you know, the things that I still, you know, have feelings of insecurity about, those weren't the things that guys kind of preyed upon with me mm-hmm. as far as taking advantage and making me feel worthless um, because they definitely have. Like, there have been guys who have really just fucked with my confidence, even if I thought that I thought I was attractive, I thought I was intelligent, I thought I was mm-hmm. all those things. It's just like, wow, how did you let this person come into your life? Like, what would they really, do? Um, okay, for example... I hate when people try me on my intelligence. I'm not a stupid girl. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just not. So you can call me a lot of other things, but that's something that I feel like, bitch, I read too many damn books and I've Googled too much shit. I've read encyclopedias. Don't call me stupid. I may not know. somebody called you stupid? They've insinuated it before. And that, like, I'd rather somebody call me ugly any day than Mm. to make me feel like I'm stupid but there was a guy that I was dating and it was just like he did a lot of little things to kind of get under my skin and there would be situations where his ass was the one who wasn't really making sense Mm -hmm. and then he would be talking about stuff that I didn't know about Mm -hmm. because he was so much older than me and he had a totally different life than I had so it was something that I wouldn't know but because I don't know doesn't mean that I'm stupid like this ain't something people need to know no one and so he would talk about things and then if I didn't know or I got confused because his ass was drunk and the story wasn't making sense, he would still make me feel like I didn't know what I was talking about. And then it would make me second guess, well, wait, am I not making sense? Do I sound stupid? Because I thought I made sense, but everybody else is looking at me like crazy. But it was that he had a bunch of yes men around, so nobody's going to say anything to him. Everybody's just gonna, Everybody in the room is going to look at me like I'm the crazy person and I'm the stupid person. And he would just do a lot of little things to um to affect my confidence that's really the and worst. i think and then like friends would be like why do you still do deal with him like you deserve better you know all those things that your friends who actually care about you will tell you but it's like with anything everybody else can tell you but until you figure out how to get out of the trap of your own mind and believe it yourself it doesn't matter mm-hmm. like you may know in the back of your head is true but then your other self is like well is it really true and then you hear these it's just like like all these people who are committing suicide and all these people who are super depressed um i was reading something somewhere and somebody was talking about how unless you've been depressed like actually depressed Mm -hmm. you may not really understand it but it's like you're really just a prisoner of your own mind and everybody else can tell you these wonderful things everybody else can really list out all of these great things about you these great things that are going on in your life but if you don't feel it and if you don't have that confidence it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and that's the truth you have to like it's like i was talking to my mom about that i was like if someone really doesn't if they don't do the work for themselves Mm -hmm. 
you might really kill yourself because you ca- I can't make you feel better. Yeah, I cannot tell you how many times like you have told me or other friends have told me like, Kiara, you deserve better than this. You don't need to put up with this. Mm-hmm. You are all of these wonderful adjectives that y'all would give me. But it's like if I'm not feeling that way, if I'm not, it's like, OK, you're telling me this, but this is what's happening in my life. And that shouldn't happen to somebody who you guys say all of these good things mm-hmm. about. It's just like such a it's such a stressful position to be in mm-hmm. and to feel. And at the end of the day, like even though we say like you have to help yourself, I'm still never gonna be the person where I'm gonna be like, well, she just got to figure it out. I'm as a friend, I feel like people still have to be like, hey, remember you are great, and we mm-hmm. all gonna go through shit. And because sometimes when you are in those depressed moments, I've been there. Sometimes yeah. those lingering thoughts, do you like, you know what? Let me let me let me reach out to the friends that really see what I'm like. You still got to tell your friends, even though they got to see it for themselves. You still got to tell folks. Yeah. And then, you know, later, I think, too, with telling your friends, because I've been on both sides of it. Like people have been telling me stuff and I know my friends get frustrated with me and the dumb decisions I make behind these raggedy ass niggas. I know I get it. And so sometimes I'll just kind of pull back because it's like I feel like I'm exhausting everybody else. Mm hmm. Um, because I'm not making changes. I'm not ready to make the change. And everybody's looking at me like, bitch, stop being dumb. And it's just like, well, I'm not done being dumb. So, mm-hmm. and that's a frustrating position to be in as the person who's being dumb. And on the other side, when you see your friend doing dumb shit over and over again, it's just like, girl, wake up. What do I need to do? Do I have to force you? But it's nothing you can do. And it's hard to, to not come off as, at a certain point, judgmental. Mm-hmm. Or um, frustrated with your friend. And, you know, I tell people you've got to be sensitive to that because that's something I have to remind myself of. Like, you need to be sensitive to people because even though you do just want to tell them the hard truth and you want to get it in their head, they're not going to listen. I remember one time I told Hannah, shout out to my best friend, Hannah. This was a a while ago. I remember one time I told her because she would be dealing with this dude who just didn't do her right and didn't even respect her Mm -hmm. and I would be like the last conversation we had about him I was like look I'm not gonna care more about you than you care about you and your feelings so if this is the situation you want to be in girl Mm -hmm. be in it be in it and keep dealing with it because when you're ready to go you gonna go but yeah. I'm not about to be more stressed out than you now, if it's life threatening that's one thing I hate when that happens though like when you get more stressed out about your friends you situation. got me crying yeah I'm all stressed out I'm calling people trying to get you some help and like, you, go, you going right back over there okay. I, I'm calling people to get you help and you laid up with him right now like why did I have to listen to you vent for an hour I wanted to go to sleep and I stayed up and now you sleeping peacefully and I'm over here and everybody's looking at me cra- like that. That is a frustrating feeling trying to help somebody. Yeah. Just like, and do you now we grown. Everybody almost <laughs> and, and just do what you if that's what you want to do, girl, do that shit and do it and cry. Listen to Beyonce. You're going to be all right. Um, you want to take a break? Yeah, we can take a quick break real quick. Kiki, what are you doing? I'm ordering a couple bottles of Sweet Bitch Wine. It's time for me to re-up. Have you ever noticed that when you drink Sweet Bitch Wine, you can't just have one glass? Oh, girl. One glass? I can't just have one bottle. Yep, I was going to say that. (laughs) Sweet Bitch is just so smooth and fruity that you forget it's wine. And when you get wasted off Sweet Bitch Wine, you don't feel as bad. Yeah, it's like a classy form of getting (laughs) shit-faced. Nobody can have just one glass of wine. So go grab a bottle or two of Sweet Bitch Wine today. Just go to www.jvwines.com or find them on Instagram at Sweet Bitch Wines. 
So I wanted to switch it up a little bit. Have you ever dated someone who, and you felt like he lacked the confidence or oh, she? Oh gosh, yes. Did you did you like dating the person with no confidence or not? Because I've had a friend who liked dating people with low confidence <laughs> simply because she could control them. I mean, that's true. And so she likes being in control and she likes being able to boss her men around. And so like when they start building up their self-esteem and they start feeling good, then it's like she's over. And I'm like, you're a predator. <laughs> you do realize that, right? You are a predator. You are like a fuckboy. You are a predator. Like what? You want the person to have low self-esteem. Yeah, no, I don't, you know? I, I, I'm not with it. Like, I, I don't even like it when, like, you're going out with a group of girlfriends and, like, one of the girls is like, do I look cute? Do I look cute? Do I look, and you're just looking like, bitch. It's one thing just to check. And to Does make, that happen all, a lot? Because you used that It example. used to. Like, it and did. I used to be like, you look, like, if you don't like, anyways, that it's is a confidence I wouldn't invite that person out. Yeah, <laughs> but as far as my man, I'm not going to lie, like, the men that I have dated or been in relationships with that do lack confidence, mm-hmm. I don't know it until I'm already in it. Ooh. Like, it's like they they did a good job of masking it. And I feel like a lot of people do that. You don't yeah. start to see people's insecurities until issues start to happen. Like, when mm-hmm. people are like, you know, I want you to delete all the men in your phone. No, I'm not. It's going to take forever. <laughs> yeah, like, respect you? Absolutely, I'm going to do that. I'm not changing my phone number because you are insecure. Mm-hmm. To me, those things show people's insecurity. I don't want you hanging out with him. Unless something happened, what's going on? Like, I just, your yeah. insecurities are really showing right now. I don't like it because I don't want to... If you give me the opportunity to control you and walk over you, I surely will. And I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm not, I don't want to have a dude where I can just walk all over you. Uh-huh. Like, sometimes, okay, yeah. Like, because <laughs> I can be spoiled sometimes. But, like... um. Yeah, no, I don't want to date an insecurity. The times that I have, it, I was cheating. <laughs> Just like, that's it. Um, I've dated insecure guys, and the same as you, like, I didn't realize it at first, but it was, like, little things that I didn't really lump into the insecurity box it was just like little incidents kept happening for example um there was a guy i was dating for a while and if he if i was out and he was there and he saw me like i work with mo- mostly men mm-hmm. if i'm speaking to my coworkers, he felt like everybody wanted to fuck me and he didn't like that i was so cool with everybody um let's see what else he if if somebody was texting me, like, not even super late, but I guess, like, after 7, he's just like, why are your coworkers texting you? What's going on? Like, we're cool, too. Some of us are actually friends. Mm-hmm. And some people work at night. Like, everybody doesn't work mm-hmm. when I work, and they may need something. So, right. chill out. It's not, I'm not fucking my coworkers. Um, what else would they be insecure about? Just, like, even coming here to the studio. Oh, um, I saw such and such liked your picture. Um, I there's a lot of rappers <laughs> that are in there. You're doing what the kind? Most. And I'm just like, listen, if somebody can take me, you're not doing your job right, and you're not doing your job right. So why don't you focus on the job that you should be doing instead of the possibility of somebody else being a little bit more attracted to me? Mm-hmm. Because I'm the type of person where if I'm happy in whatever the situation ship is, mm-hmm. then I'm not really worried about other people. Like. If I'm happy with you, I'm not worried about them. So them flirting with me, them talking to me. Most of the time, I don't even realize when a nigga is flirting with me, honestly. Really? Yeah, I don't. I know it before they even open their mouth. I don't. I think I can sense if somebody is attracted 
to me. Mm-hmm. And if I made a move, if they would do something, but their flirts don't really be good flirts. So it's just like, I, <laughs> I don't know if you're flirting with me or just being friendly. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to assume that every person that's friendly to me is flirting, but he would be like, no, if a nigga is nice, he wants to fuck you. Well, I mean, I'm very fuckable. So <laughs> I don't see why he wouldn't. That doesn't mean that I will. Like at some point you have to have some level of trust with me. Yeah. And again, tighten up your shit and I won't be worried about nobody else. Do you think that girls who are really, really happy in their relationships are out here? Well, they might be. Never mind. That's not the best example. I was just about to say, well, look, because, you know. (laughs) But I also (laughs) want to point out that, like, I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm this, like, person where it's... Because I... Some of the things that I say that show your insecurities on men for men, for me, I have done it, too. I know there have been times when... Carlos works at... He does security at a strip club. Mm Mm-hmm. Bruh, I've dealt with some shit that has like really surfaced some of my insecurities where, where most times I'm like, I, you know, I don't give a fuck. She's ugly. But there have been other times where it's like you hear strip Niggas club will short. cheat with an ugly bitch and they, yeah. they and, don't care. And you do naturally, you'd get close with the people you work with. He happens to work with strippers. Mm-hmm. And like when they have commented on his, I've been on the phone with him before and I've heard them comment on his beard. Like I'd like to sit on that. Like what? Bruh. Like, now I, wait a minute. I'm just saying. Wasn't like, nobody saying shit like that to me at work. They wasn't like, oh let me fuck you good because I know you're in <laughs> like it wasn't like that it's just like a hey when are the timesheets due <laughs> see like can I pick like, up my check tomorrow will you be in can you email me a vacation form even when I've been up there and people strippers say hi I have gotten pissed as fuck really like, I'm sitting here looking like this is gonna be a whole discussion when we get you in the you looked like Debo just now yeah, when you did that at, like <laughs> and, I, and it's like okay I mean, you can't, like, badger people. Like, if he gave me a reason to think that I think you're fucking a stripper, mm-hmm. then I think, but he hasn't. He mm-hmm. really is, like, Medina, half the time these hoes are drunk and high. They don't even, like, remember. So- but that doesn't, it doesn't help me. It doesn't make me feel better because it's like you're still here. And I have been the super insecure one at times. Like, mm-hmm. I know you're having sex with her and she looks like a potato, but, like, I just know it. Like, because these hoes are hoes. Like, girl I have really gone off and he'll just be sitting there like so like when you tell him about these things and then you have do you ever have a serious conversation like this is what I went through or he just already knows because you guys have been together so long what is his response or do you not have a conversation like this is why I'm acting like this because like there really is no real reason as to why I'm acting (laughs) like that you know what I mean it's just like a natural men get jealous women get jealous when you see your dude or girl talking to somebody that you don't know you want to be like who is this it's just this little thing that goes off like what's going on did y'all used to talk and then if they did use to talk you're like okay well like how long you know (laughs) did y'all really like each other did you have sex like you know what i mean like i've been trying to get better at that because i talk about these insecurities and it's Uh like bitch you got a few too like I think that conversations don't really bother me but when it was something it's like I will say something and I'm gonna be like okay well it always goes like this I bring it up or I have an attitude I might not even bring it up yet but I got an attitude and he's like are you hungry no I'm not hungry right now actually just a real attitude I'm not just hangry so what's the problem and I'll say what it is and then it's just like Guys love to just call women insecure off the bat, no matter what it is that you're complaining about. Now, sure, sometimes we're just being insecure for no good reason or because of something that somebody else did. But sometimes I feel like dudes do things that don't give you security in whatever it is that you have. And that is why we're acting like that. So instead of just saying, oh, you're insecure, why aren't you trying to figure out why I'm not feeling secure? Because if this is supposed to be about me and you, then there's a missing piece. And that's why I feel insecure. So instead of just name calling, mm-hmm. why don't we try and figure out how to fix it? Because it's either something 
something I don't know or something you're not doing. Mm-hmm. So we need to work on our communication and figure out what it is because if I'm feeling insecure, it's not always just because, you know, That's every true. other nigga did something wrong. It's because you're over here flirting with bitches that I know you used to fuck and you know I don't feel comfortable with that. So if maybe, let's say I'm, I've been in a relationship with a guy and he cheated on me and we were able to work past it. Mm-hmm. But... If you're doing things that look just like what happened before when you cheated before, you have to understand, yes, that makes me feel insecure because the relationship wasn't secure because you done stepped out and the alarm didn't go off till it was way too late and you had already fucked her and everything else. And it's just like, I wish women and men would be more understanding of that because everybody's not always tripping. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's somebody's actions that are either missing or it's the wrong actions. That's and you true. gotta fix it so that people do feel secure and they won't be acting crazy. Yep. I had to learn that. Like when I first started dating Carlos, I would still hang out with dudes that I had had sex with. We weren't still having sex but like <laughs> I didn't see a problem with it because most of the dudes that I used to fuck with uh-huh. when I was single, we're, we really were like still friends afterwards. It just happened to be that we fucked. Like, and I really had to learn that. At first, I was like, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, they're my friend. That's not cool. Yeah, that would have pissed me off if I was yeah, dating. Yeah, it like, would have pissed me off, too. are you still hanging out with them? We can hang out. I got free time. Yeah. The fuck? That's not cool. Or, or even just, like, hanging out with a bunch of dudes. Your dude is not going to be secure with that. Yeah. Right. I had to learn so much, like... Well, that's what life is about. Learning lessons. Speaking about what life is about. So, mm-hmm. let's talk about finances. Okay. Girl. Cause that's probably the most thing that gets the most thing insecurity that gets me the most. Like when yeah. I see people our age and even younger, oh, I'm a new homeowner. Oh, I just it I'm starts to make married. me depressed. <gasps> Girl. Like as I continue to move into my apartment, my regular regular apartment with my regular ass shit and my roommate, I'm just like. This is not what I thought my life would be like at this point. Me, sometimes I'm like, and I, I, I talk to my mom about it and I talk to my sister about it. Sometimes I'm like, will I ever own a home? Mm-hmm. Because when you're a kid, you're just like, this is going to be my house. And, you I'm going to be you're just married not- at 26 and then I'm going to buy my house at 27 <laughs> and then I'm going to get a dog. Yeah, and I'm going to have babies. and nah, that part <laughs> So I thought I was going to have more money in a nicer house because I wasn't going to have to pay for no kids. And here I am. And here I am. And sometimes that really gets me insecure when my younger friends or friends the same age, when they are owning homes. There's a, one of my friends, she owns multiple homes. And she's not buku rich. She just manages her money well. Mm-hmm. And... um. I'm just like, oh, I, sometimes I'm sitting there like, I'm not jealous. Like, I'm proud of you. Good job. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind, I'd be like, dang, bitch, what you doing? I want that doing? for me, too. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah, one of my friends bought a house. And she don't, I don't know how much money she makes. She, too, has managed her money well. But it's just like, damn, you really bought a house? You paid off your car? You didn't pay it off all your debt? Like, like you're a you real grown-up. And, so and I'm just like, what did you do that I didn't do? Because we might make around the same amount of money, but your money seems to go a lot further. Your credit is way better. And then I have friends who do have jobs where they do make a shit ton of money. So then mm-hmm. they got these really, really nice houses and really nice cars. And I'm just like, these aren't even like the scam and drug dealing friends, you know? These are these just are like, normal. Yeah, like I went to college and I took out $100,000 in loans, but I paid that off. And I bought a house that's half a million dollars and I drive a Mercedes. Like, oh. And I just be looking at my little Nissan like, sometimes I, the, the thing for me is sometimes I don't feel like a real grown up. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you mean because that's how I feel too too it's just like i just got a job offer that i'm gonna take Mm -hmm. so thank you for the positive vibes everybody Mm -hmm. um but i'm just like i'm just now getting a job where i can really i can comfortably 
take care of all of my bills, Mm -hmm. not live paycheck to paycheck, put some money aside to save and pay off some of my debt Mm -hmm. and not be worried about payment arrangements. Like, I'm just so excited to be able to put all my bills on auto pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Girl, because sometimes I'd be like, oh, no. Wait, let me take this off of auto because yeah. I need to hold this money till, you know, let me use the grace period or. Yeah, or I got to be like, okay, wait, the student loan, they already, they're taking my money already. So it's like, okay, wait, let me set this up. Okay, wait, turn it off. Oh. Girl, I'm like, I like, really. I just need to leave this account alone and not say, like, how can I get around this? It's, yeah, the finances is what really gets me. And it's like. I've dated a lot of guys who make a lot of money and then just being around them, it's nice, but then it's just like, do I want to really open up about my financial situation? I probably, in hindsight, I should have. Maybe I would have got more help um, because I didn't want to talk about it, but it's just like, wow, you're doing all of this. And I have all of these lessons that I've kept in the back of my head for when I do make a ton of money, but it's just like, well, bitch, am I ever going to get to use them? Because as it stands, like, this is nice to know if I'm on a game show, mm-hmm. but I this has nothing to do with my life. Yeah. Because I'm not up there mm-hmm. yet. You know? Yeah, the finances is a lot. It is a lot. Sometimes uh, in the past, like, when dating guys that have a bunch of money, mm-hmm. and not I'm not talking about the dope, my dope boy phase, because I mm-hmm. was never aspiring for that, but, like, dating lawyers. I remember one time I was on a layover, and I met this lawyer, and he was rich as fuck. And I just felt like, I can't even deal with you because we're going to, when we start opening up to each other and learning each other's real lives, you're going to look at me like, what are Bitch, you are doing? You broke? Yeah. Like, what's your credit score? Yeah. Like, what is your credit score? And, and let's not even talk about that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, can I give you the vantage score or the credit <laughs> karma score? That's not real. Listen. And then I had to break out into the sub story. Well, listen, I got fucked over before I ever got started. Cause this is what, you know, and I used to be embarrassed to bring people to my apartment before I before Carlos and I lived together. When mm-hmm. I, when Shadé and I lived in the hood, we lived mm-hmm. right next to. Is it called Bankhead? Remember yeah. when we lived over there, mm-hmm. right in the hood. I didn't even know that was Bankhead. It was a cute apartment. It was so cute, but it was right. You go if you missed the apartment, like you would be in Bankhead. I never went past y'all's apartment. Girl, one time I did, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. Anyways, it was in the hood. Um, and there was a guy that I was dating, mm-hmm. and he really wanted to come over to my house because I would always go to his house, and I was just like, fuck, like. I had to let him come, but I did not want him to come over there. It's not like we were living in like a crackhead house. We had furniture, but it didn't match. It like it was just you know it had the graham cracker carpet. Like (laughs) I did, we only had like one TV. I didn't have a TV in my room. Like my little boombox was like super ratchet. We hardly had a lot of food in the fridge. Like we Mm. were struggling, but it was we were good. But like I just didn't. I was so embarrassed to bring him to the house. And he didn't even care. He really mm-hmm. didn't care. But I knew that he would probably be like, okay, let's spend the night at my house, though. <laughs> the bed wasn't, you know, he had a lush bed. Like I know, like, <laughs> niggas with money, you really know if a nigga really got money and not brain because the bed. It's the just be- like, you don't want to get out. Yeah. They be having the blackout curtains. Yes. You can really get peaceful sleep. And it's like, wow, you work really hard. Mm-hmm. And you, your rest is important. And you know that. Yeah. You probably get massages all the time and visit the chiropractor. Yeah. And you take vitamins. Has somebody ever taken you on a date to do something and you'd be like, you're like nervous because you don't know how to act because it's so bougie? No. Only because these are the things that I practice. <laughs> these are the things that I've wanted for my life. So I just feel like I've always been prepared mm-hmm. because I just watched enough movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have had some relatives who were very well off mm-hmm. and super bougie. And I just took everything that they said as a young, young child, like four years old, soaked it up. Mm-hmm. And so I was prepared for those bougie moments. It was just not a little me. exciting. And I was just like, let me not just have a big grin on my ha- my face mm-hmm. be- and act like I'm not used to shit. I need to be acting like I'm used to this shit. Even though we all know I'm not used to it, but 
I'm, I sometimes I show it. I, I remember there was a guy I was dating and he had a chef and uh-huh. we were at the house and I was like, I'm, you know, I'm hungry. He had left me at his house. So I'll be back in a couple hours. Mm-hmm. And so I text him. I was like, hey, I'm hungry. He was like, just tell the chef what you want to eat. And I was mm-hmm. like, but like, how do I tell him? Like, do you know, <laughs> do I like go and be like, you know, excuse me, can you? He was like, just tell him. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I can't do this. I so what did you do? You said I mean, that I told him, but I was like, hey, you know, Mr. Chef, like I would really like this to eat. Like, is it okay? And he's just looking like, this is my job. This is my job. Like, I'm going to make you some food and I'll bring it to you. I'm, oh, okay. I just don't feel, com- it's weird. I always I feel too like- comfortable. <laughs> and that, I think that might be a problem. Like, bitch, why are you so comfortable? Because this is not your life. But like, every time you ask me something like that, I'm like, no, I did not feel uncomfortable. I felt very confident, too confident. Uh, I, I felt like it was my- Yeah, girl, maybe just practice in the mirror or something. Um, I don't know, but. Or Watch when there's Dynasty. maids and stuff, I'll be helping the maid clean up. I have helped the maid clean up. Because yeah. I just felt like I'm literally not doing anything. Right. Like, but the I maids be looking like... Are you trying to put me out of a job? Yeah. Like, sit down. I'm not used to it. If Carlos and I come up on money on our own, and it's in a, we've already been to, to, bitch below the bottom together, mm-hmm. I think I wouldn't be like that. But when you come into someone else's lifestyle and that's not, you didn't do this together, mm-hmm. I personally, I'd be like, God damn, like, I don't really know how to act. It's like Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, I'm all quiet, like, okay, I don't know how to act, but insecurities and shits is real <laughs> yes they are um and i, I, I just wonder what kim kardashian is insecure about i always wonder with people that look like they have it all what are you insecure about because everybody has something i think that even though most people feel like she's very beautiful i think she's very insecure about her physical appearance really mm-hmm. i think so and i think it shows because she does a lot of changes and just the way that she was freaking out when those pictures of her on the beach with the cellulite how how upset she, sure she was she was just like so bothered by that like damn near in tears if she wasn't in tears and I think that part of it is because this is how she makes her living like she has an image to uphold but I think that she's constantly nipping and tucking and working out and looking for all of these crazy beauty treatments because she's still so insecure like I think even you can look at yourself and be like I look good but I could look better Mm-hmm. and I think I think that's what it is for her girl that's how I'm feeling coming up on this birthday like I'm like I don't want to think about it I have to lose some weight and yeah, some people I need to make a dress I was looking online I was like can I get a weight loss surgery mm-hmm. could um but they said I'm not overweight enough and isn't so, that not fair it's not it's just like well I just need to lose a little bit so I gotta gain 50 pounds to be able to lose a little bit that's crazy why do I have to wait till I get that fat Mm -hmm. why can't I just get some weight sucked out now like the only option is liposuction that's too expensive and I don't think that's covered by insurance I don't think it is either so I guess I'll be working out soon too and eating lettuce and being depressed so don't be depressed you can eat more than lettuce but girl you know i I can't control myself it's gonna be celery sticks (laughs) carrot sticks i might be vegan and then i would be angry that's when you're gonna be mad like uh -uh. i want a pork chop (laughs) um but okay i guess we can move on now to indecisive diane would you stop thinking about what everyone wants Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Okay, Diane. 
Give us a date place, girl. Give us something different. Hey, ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane. And let me tell you something. I have the perfect, different little date planned for you, especially if you love animals. Listen, guys, I want you to get your girls together or one, however many girls you have. Hopefully he only has one. And take her to the Wild Animal Safari. It's in Troop County, Georgia. Listen, it's a drive through safari park with 65 types of exotic animals. You feel like you're in Africa or something. They have lions. They have bears. They have tigers. You're going to love it. If she doesn't love animals, then, well, hey, you'll just learn a lot about her when you take it. The animals can put their heads in the windows. It's so amazing. And if you don't want to drive your own car, they have bus tours where someone else will drive. You guys, you're going to love it. Ooh, I think that would be a really great surprise date to take someone on. So do I. So here's the address. It's 1300 Oak Grove Road, Pine Mountain, Georgia, 31822. Make sure you take them on a surprise date. Don't tell them you're going there. You'll learn a lot about people like that. Thanks, Diane. No problem, ladies. Bye. How would you feel if somebody took you on a surprise date like that? I think it would be hilarious. That's so funny. Like, hey, we're going on a date. It's about an hour and a half away. Brack some snacks. (laughs) I'd probably be overdressed. That would be hilarious. Yeah, but I mean, I would do. I'd be a good sport about it. I would hope that the animals... Weren't all up in my face trying to lick me and shit, but I would go. <laughs> I, I think even dates I don't really like. I'm usually a good sport about it, except that time that nigga had that hot vodka. You know, <gasps> maybe that'll be my cocktail today. Um, okay, so now it's time for the advice. Remember, if you ever want to get our opinions on anything at all, email us at cocktails.atl at gmail.com. The first one I'm going to read, this girl actually DM'd me about it, but she just sent an email too, and I'm glad she did, so I will remember. So she I'm says, glad too, because she was all up on the live, like, can y'all read it today? Yeah, I mean, I guess it is relatively time sensitive. Hello, ladies. My name is Tandria from Macon, Georgia, and I've just graduated, and I asked Kiki for advice on how to go about exploring my sexual endeavors in college. I'd like to hear both of your opinions on this and what I should do. In high school, I've kind of explored, but I want to keep it on the hush and be safe. My HBCU is really small, and I just want to know your opinions or maybe even some stories. Thanks, y'all. Well, we did both go to HBCUs. Um, I would say that, you know, college is a great time to explore yourself sexually and you already said to be safe. So, you know, the givens, um, if you're trying to keep it on the hush, you just not going to be able to be as wild as you want to be. Maybe like you need to be selective in the people that you choose to have your experiences with. I don't know if you just, if you want men, if you want women, if you want both or what I would say, Find people who already have a reputation, a good reputation, Mm -hmm. that they don't want to be tarnished. Those are the people that you should have fun with because those people are going to protect your reputation because if they fuck yours up, it's going to fuck theirs up. It's like cheating. You, You should cheat with somebody who has just as much, if not more, to lose than you do. So just keep that in mind. You don't want to... You don't want to be out here being wild with the dude who's not even going to make it to the second semester of freshman year. That's not who you want to cheat with because he's going to start spreading rumors. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He doesn't. So, you know, be careful with that. And um, don't be telling everything. If you have a confession, email it to us. We'll read it as a cocktail. Don't tell all your girlfriends. Don't. Some of y'all are going to fall out. It's inevitable. And then some people may or may not be upset, jealous, vengeful, um, Rude. If and you're they trying may to pledge, to... they're gonna tell everybody you're sleeping with everybody, and you're not gonna make the line. You're gonna be sad, crying. 
Yeah, and then, you know, everybody's going to know your business or their version of your business because it might not even be the truth. That would really be a mess. What would you say? I think that was perfect. I'm glad I never had to deal with that, even though I I fucked with a lot of people. (laughs) So this one says, and I'm so sorry that we're just now getting to this because this girl had wrote this letter a while ago when it was happening, but we're Mm -hmm. still going to address it. So, hi, Kiki and Medina. I would like to be anonymous. I'm 25. My boyfriend is 28. We've been dating for a year now. Everything about him is good, apart from the fact that he refuses to give me his passcode. I felt like it was suspect. So when he was in the shower, I went through his laptop and found out that he's been watching gay porn for a few months now. Mm. And from what I saw, he's been watching it religiously. I approached him about it because I couldn't hold on to it. Wait, I'm sorry. I approached him about it because I couldn't hold it in anymore. And he said, I was watching heterosexual porn. And when it finished, it automatically went to gay guy porn. Of course, I don't believe that. (coughs) You okay? And I'm just confused, but go ahead. I tried to make him feel better and told him there's nothing wrong with being gay and that it's fine if he's attracted to the same sex. He denied it and said he's only attracted to women and he didn't like the porn, but only continued watching it because it was interesting. While this whole discussion was going down, he put on How to Get Away with Murder, the TV show on his fire stick and said, I have to watch the whole four seasons in 20 minutes. Being Mm -hmm. that I watched the show religiously, I got really scared and ran to the bathroom. I'm I'm confused. Because... This whole show is about how to get away with murder. Oh. And people have these secrets and they end up getting killed. So oh, he's like, funny. I got to watch it all right now, you know, to know. He came to the bathroom door and apologized, saying it was a bad joke and that he really loves me. It would never hurt me. I told him to go away so I could go pack my stuff and leave. He did that and I left his house. The, na- the naive part of me wants to believe him so bad, but I think I know better. What do you guys think? Should I hear him out, although I don't think he wants to talk about it, or should I stick to my guns and break up with him? What would you guys do if you found out your man was watching gay porn? P.S. This all happened about three or four hours ago. This was a while ago. But um, honestly, and I... I I have never been in this situation, but in this specific situation, but I have dealt with dudes that to me seemed like they liked men and they were super girly. And I did address it with one of the guys. I I just flat out asked him, are you gay? He laughed it off and said no. But to me, it wasn't funny. And I stopped talking to him. And and that's why I stopped talking. I would have to break up with you because even though I do watch lesbian porn, Mm -hmm. it's not a secret. You know what I mean? If Carlos saw me watching, he wouldn't be like, oh, my God. It, it's known and it's I. he knows that I've been with women. It's not a secret and it's not it's just not a secret. Like if he wanted to ask me about it, I would talk about it. I wouldn't be like I feel like when people don't want to talk about it, you you are hiding something. Yeah, I would break Especially it off. Because this is your boyfriend. It's yeah. not like that's just strange to me. Like, OK, I don't know if you watch porn or not, girl, but. It don't automatically go to nothing. It's not YouTube. And even the suggested videos, and this is on a plethora of sites, so you need to ask him what site that was because I don't believe it. Now, uh, they will have suggested videos for you to watch next, but it's based on what you were already watching. I've never looked at a lesbian video and then suddenly I see gay men fucking. Yeah, you, you will gotta not, type that in. Yes, you need to go to a different category, so that's all bullshit. And then you said he's watching it religiously. So yes. So, honestly, 
honestly, you know he the answer. He likes it. So whether he's fucking men or maybe he just wants to fuck men and has never done it, maybe he's suppressing some feelings. I feel like it's D, all of the above. Um, I definitely think that you need to break up with him because whatever it is that he's feeling and whatever it is that he's doing, he's not comfortable enough to be honest with you. And he's probably not comfortable enough to be honest with himself either. And that's not a person that you need to be in a relationship. I don't know if you would be okay dating him if he was honest with you about being bisexual or possibly even being gay but um it just sounds like he's keeping too many secrets and you don't want to be in a relationship with no trust and secrets like that like that's that's a big secret to that's hold on to you and know you, and you feel some type of way don't 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 yeah. put yourself in i hope stress. you broke up with him let us know what you did girl because i'm curious me too okay the next one uh friends with benefits want more i hope we didn't read this already stop me if we did uh-huh. okay Hi, first off, love you guys. Smart, beautiful, and funny. You ladies are like my besties. I love hearing you every week. Um, Your show is the best. Keep up the great work. So I've been in a friends with benefits situation for two years now. He's 26 and I'm 33. It started off as a one night stand and just continued. When we first got together, I asked him what he was looking for. And he said he wasn't looking for a relationship at the time. I said, okay, cool. And still kept having sex with him. We went out once and got dinner and drinks. We would talk on the phone at times, you know, like friends. As time went by, I started to get feelings for him. I would cut him off and then go back to him. I would say, no, I don't want to do this anymore and leave him alone for a month or two. Then be right back with him. I want more from him. I feel so connected to him and it drives me crazy. I've asked him if he was sleeping with other people last year and he told me, yes, he was sleeping with another girl too. He said he's been sleeping with her for a while, but it's nothing serious. He has been open and honest with me. He hasn't given me any diseases or anything. I don't understand after this long time that we've been having sex, he has no feelings for me. He doesn't want more from me. No dates, no regular communication, nothing. Just I call him when I want some. And yes, the sex is so good. He's a freak like me. He's nasty and disgusting in bed like I am. And he's open and it's amazing. I haven't had someone that that is so open sexually like me. There's another reason why it's so that's another reason why it's so hard for me. I know I should let him go since he said he doesn't want anything serious. I know it's been two years since I've asked him if he was looking for a relationship. Should I ask him again now? Maybe he's changed. Even if he has changed, why hasn't he made any moves or even asked me if I was looking for anything more? What do you guys think? Love you guys. Sincerely, the friend who wants more. I think this is always a horrible idea. It sounds good in the beginning. Friends with benefits and we're not going to get... Somebody always gets feeling... It takes a certain type of two people to really... Because I've had both. I've had mm-hmm. it where we really do just fuck and we both go on about our, our ways and when we see each other, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. And there's no questions like, are you sleeping with other people? You know the deal because that's what we signed up for. But whenever <laughs> I decide I want to do a friends with benefits situation and the dude starts to question me as if we're in a relationship and you already knew what was happening first of all we not even gonna be friends after this is done because I don't he doesn't want that with you and that's so harsh to hear but he doesn't want it with you and you shouldn't ask him again because he said what he said yeah I mean you you don't it has been this long. That's why he doesn't want regular communication. That's why he hasn't said anything to you. If he wanted it and you guys already have this amazing sexual chemistry, then he would ask for it. But it seems like he's comfortable. And everybody doesn't want a relationship. Yeah. Like, it may not even be... It's not that it's something wrong with you. You might not be the type of girl that he wants to be in a relationship with. Mm-hmm. He may not feel that connection. Like, even when y'all do talk and it's cool, he may just not be that interested in anything you have to say. Mm-hmm. Um... And maybe he just wants to be a hoe right now and he knows he would cheat on your ass. So 
why even bother? So just don't ask him. Don't ask him. And if it's too much for you to continue fucking him, which it sounds like it is, you should stop. You should stop. And the next friends with benefits you get, don't be having regular conversations. That's how you make it work. That's how you that's how you make it work. Don't be like really texting unless it's nasty don't texting. Don't stalk him. Don't try to go on a date. Don't follow him on Instagram. And that Well, might- I like to follow so I can see the pictures. If they post nice body pictures. If you can handle it, handle mm-hmm. it. But she sounds like the type where it really he might need to be out of town for you because this is That would be good. That's that's a really good way to do it that way you know you can't even if you wanted to have sex with him all the time right and calling him late at night is gonna do nothing yeah so girl i think you should end this little situation when you're ready don't ask him and um get one last fucking and you are gonna be sad because i've also been the one where it's like you start to get the feelings like he really don't like me but i'm a good catch right but listen to some beyonce listen to some spice girls and then listen to some rihanna and get back out there. yeah okay one more okay okay Hey, ladies, y'all are hilarious, and Medina's sound effects kill me. Um, when I'm at work returning calls and I get a voicemail that has not been set up, I wait for the beat to drop, but unfortunately it doesn't. Because <laughs> of the song at the end. Oh, <laughs> anyways, I'm 20 years old, and I've been dating a guy who's 26. The sex is great, especially since I've been taking notes from you guys. Oh, and he's down for anal when I'm ready. <gasps> but we'll save that for another day. We talk about our likes and dislikes to make sex better. He told me he loves dirty talk, but there's one problem. I do not cuss. Over the years, I've cleaned up my potty mouth and cussing is not my specialty. I don't mind saying dick and pussy for the most part. I scream yes and commend him on whatever he's doing that particular moment. What are some things I can say to him during sex that will turn him on but not make me such a naughty girl? (laughs) Well... Ooh, girl. And you don't cuss? Okay. I I totally get not knowing what the fuck to say because I've been in that moment where you're like... Because I'm in that moment right now. What am I going to tell you to say? (laughs) This is what I think you should. This is always a good something to say. You said you're fine with saying dick and pussy. You could always say, oh, my gosh, your dick feels so good in my wet pussy. A mm-hmm. lot of the times I say stuff like, that pussy's wet. You like that wet pussy. And add some, like, moans in there. Like, mm-hmm. heavy breathing helps. Yeah. Um, I My go-to is I want you. So you can just use the word want. Mm-hmm. And then as it gets better, escalate from want to need. Mm-hmm. They really like that. Yeah. And just breathe deeper, louder, and now And now that be I think breathy. about it, I don't really cuss that much when I'm dirty talking because I like to keep it with the same couple of phrases. Even if, if you can handle it, deeper. Cuss? Go deeper in that pussy. I'll say pussy a lot and talk about how wet your pussy is and maybe if it's throbbing and then tell mm-hmm. him to describe what it is it feel like. Do you like this pussy? Mm-hmm. And say it over and over again. He's not going to remember what you just said like yeah you just get you a couple of go-to phrases yeah and just recite them good luck to you i hope that intensifies things yeah tell us how it goes okay um and also if you ever have a story you want to share remember you can send that to us too for the cocktail segment cocktails.atl at gmail.com and now it's time for us to give you our cocktails Okay, do you want to go first or you want me to? You go first. Mine's kind of boring. 
Okay, mine is just annoying. So it just, I was looking at this bottle of vodka and it reminded me, I may have told this story before a long time ago. I don't know. Anyway, I met this guy on Tinder and this is like in the early days of me being on Tinder mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Um, I had like three dates scheduled for one day. Mm-hmm. I was going to go to lunch with this guy. We were going to the food truck festival at Piedmont Park. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to go have dessert with another guy later on the afternoon and then dinner later. God damn! I know, bro. I was just trying to get all the dates I could and get my mind off of, probably trying to get my mind off of some nigga or maybe I was just feeling like a pimp that day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, so this was our first date. He was he was an attractive guy in his pictures. When I saw him, instantly I was just like, "You just lost three points." He was shorter than he appeared in his pictures. He was just a very petite man, and I don't like petite. <laughs> the man. way you said petite, he just was. He every to me, everything about him was dainty. First of all, he was light skinned. He had light eyes. That automatically makes you a little dainty to me. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Folks about to be mad at you. They are about to be mad, but I just feel like that's what it is. You just don't look strong. And I can't breathe. You know, so he also had a pointy nose and a very smooth bald head. And I did touch his hand. It was smooth, too. So all of these things go back to being dainty for me. So I'm just unattracted to that. But he was nice. Oh, and he had a soft voice like Prince. Oh, so. So I'm out on this date with Prince, and he um, he invites me to the food truck festival. So I'm like, okay, cool. I love food trucks. So do I. It was hot as hell that day, but I didn't care. I wore tinted moisturizer instead of my full face, and I was just out there in my shorts, ready to have a good time. He was very late. So the thing about Piedmont Park, if you're not familiar with Atlanta, is just a huge park. And there's so many different sides to the park that you can approach from different streets that it's important to communicate where you want to meet at. Mm-hmm. So he was just like, I'm at the entrance. And I'm just like, okay, what entrance? And he just he just wasn't being clear. So I'm getting frustrated because it's hot. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to the festival, so we're eating, but we still ain't got no food. So then he tells me, well, he asked me before, what do I drink? And I just felt like this was a date where we weren't going to have drinks unless we had drinks somewhere there. I don't need you bringing liquor from your house to the function. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a picnic. I don't need a drink right now. Yeah. I'll have my drink with my dinner date. And it's hot. Yeah. So he decides that he's going to stop at Subway and pick up some sandwiches for us. Y'all know where this is going. He did not ask me what I wanted. And I'm like, we're going to the food truck festival. Why are we not eating at the food truck thing? They have good food and it's cheap. Yeah, it's like the same price. So I just was confused. And he was like, well, I figured the lines might be long so we could just have a sandwich. And we're going to. And I was just like, well, what's the point of going to the food truck thing? I just was confused. So anyway, he brings these sandwiches. I don't eat it because I was like, oh, I don't eat that. So whatever. Don't care. You didn't even ask me. So I was like, well, I'm really starving because this is like an hour late mm-hmm. and it's hot. So I'm going to go ahead and get something to eat. Do you want something? And he was like, well, I'm going to come with you. So I was like, okay. Y'all, he, ain't, he didn't get any food. He got my food. He let me pick out what I wanted or whatever. So I ate that. And I was like, you don't want to try anything? He was like, eh, I don't know. So we sit down and he pulls out a bottle of uh, Sky Vodka. It was hot in his backpack. Not because Sky. It was Sky Vodka. So he also had picked up like some orange juice that was also hot. And he was trying to pour me a drink. And I was like, I'm good. He was like, you don't drink this? I said, no, I don't. But I'll drink my water and we can finish this meal and then go on about our day. So at this point, like I'm hot and now I do want a cocktail. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, I'm about to go um, up here to one of these other establishments somewhere nearby. 
and have myself a drink i'll catch you later so he decides to come too and i'm glad that wasn't my second date so anyway after all is said and done he ends up coming with me to happy hour at raw sushi and he was walking me to my car and then he tried to kiss me mind you we've been sitting outside for hours we both musty okay my armpits sweaty i got sweat trickling down my face and my back weave stick it to my neck and shit i just felt (laughs) dirty and he tried to kiss me and i'm like we just you just had a subway tuna sandwich and then you went and had some sushi and you think you about to be putting your lips on me oh no so then he walks to his car walks himself to his car gets in the car and just sits there and watches me walk to mine and i was just like i can never talk to you again and he continues to call me and he had invited me to like a cabin for a weekend trip with his friends and somebody's birthday and i'm just like you know i see what this is you probably don't have no bitches and you need somebody to tag along and you still ain't got no bitches so that's my cocktail oh we should have had him on the episode for the whack ass niggas. Okay, because he was a whack ass nigga. Okay, so <clears throat> my cocktail, it, it's gonna have like a weird ending. I just really don't be having new cocktails. But so I was walking my dogs the other day. This happened last week. Um, I'm walking them. I have a really big dog and a really small dog. So um, my big dog isn't that friendly. And um, <laughs> this man who I've seen in the apartment complex before, but I don't know him, know him. He comes up to me. He, like, walks up on me super aggressively. And I was looking like, whoa. Like, I turned around, and he was just, like, walking up. And he, I was like, hi, you know, how you doing? He was like, I'm good. He was, as soon as he started talking, I could tell he was, like, super drunk, slurring his words and everything. He walks up to my dog. He starts barking at, the, at Reeves. And I was like, what are you doing? Reeves is growling. The person the, was barking? The person, the man started barking at my dog. And my dog is growling. My dog is really big to the point where if he gets out of control, I can't really handle him. So it's like, he's like if he gets you, he's going to get you. So um, just Reeves growling. I'm like, can you please stop? I was like, he's not that friendly. He's like, well, dang, you looking all beautiful and shit. He was like, I'll be seeing you with that white boy with all them tattoos. I was like, whoa. First of all, he's not white. First of all, he's not white. Mexican, I don't give a fuck. I was like, He's not, not Mexican, Mexican either. either, but I think we need to just dead this conversation. He was standing so close to me that I couldn't really get by without Reeves getting him. So I was like, um, he's like, I know you've seen me before because I'd be seeing you. It was so creepy, Kiera. I was sitting there like, can you stop? I was like, I'm about to leave now. So I was just like, well, Reeves, we're just going to walk by. If you got to bite him, bite him. So I turned to go like, <laughs> turned to go walk. And the guy's like, yeah, look at that ass. Like, I see why. I would have let Reeves go. <laughs> go get him. He's like, I see why. Um daddy's so protective of mama i would be too like with the ass like i mean i was like care he was so drunk i was like when he is reminded of what he did this day he's gonna feel bad because i have i wasn't gonna tell my boyfriend Uh i have to because you have now expressed that you're watching me Uh you see him and so now i have to let my man be a man so i get back in the house i go and i'm like babe i have to tell you something i never like doing that because like I don't want it to be, we're grown now and people, when men fight, we already know that now sometimes people end up, I don't want nobody fighting. Do mm-hmm. what you have to do as a man, but please don't fight in this apartment complex. We don't live in the hood. So I go up, I tell <laughs> Carlos everything that happened. And Carlos is like, <laughs> he's like, I'm going out there right now. I was like, please don't go out there right now because it's too much of a heated moment. He's yeah. dr- I was like, he was drunk. He was drunk and he's old. Has to be like 60. 60? Has to be like 60. He, he, like, so he, Carlos goes out, he's walking the complex looking for him for like 30 minutes. I was oh like, I mean, I get what you had to do. Anyways, long story short, somebody, he ends up being the father of someone that knows Carlos because I called the apartment complex. Girl, we didn't have my sister call, act like the news lady. Because we were, I was like, this is ridiculous. Because when we, like, when we told what he did, 
they told us that he's been harassing a lot of other women. Oh. We're like, y'all haven't done shit? Is he, did y'all look him up on the sex offender list? I don't know his name. Oh, yeah. So, long story short, his son knew of Carlos, finds Carlos on Instagram and like is like, please, you know, my dad has a problem. Like, he did it. We're at the pool right now. We could squash this one day. Like, if you feel like you have to. And Carlos was like, he pulled up to the, to the pool. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it at that. He handled it like a man should. And I was so proud. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just love when men are men, and you can use your words to put somebody straight. Yeah, and that's what—that's my cocktail. Sorry, it wasn't any better, y'all. <laughs> that's a crazy story. It was though. really crazy. I'm like, I hope I don't see him. I know. Then it might be awkward. Hopefully, he doesn't really remember, and he just knows, don't fuck with you. And that's just that. He knows now. Okay, guys. Well, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And share with your friends. Post us on your Instagram and stuff. You know, get us some more listeners. Um, And if you have any ideas for um, upcoming episodes, send them to us. Cocktails at ATL at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Cocktails Podcast. And I am at Kiki Said So. I am at Coffee Bean Dean. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. Bye. I'm sorry. But the person you called has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.